Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. (laughs) Shalom, shalom, everybody. Guess what day it is? It's Monday, and you thought I had jury duty. Hi-oh, but I'm not. That means it's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and let's welcome back my beautiful sidekick, the funniest woman in the world, Miss Roya Mosinian. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hi. Roya, it's been like, what, three weeks since you've been here? I don't know. I missed. I think I missed two weeks in a row, and then today was supposed to be another um you know, you had jury duty, so That's that was right. really upsetting. That's right. I Guess know. what? And so we have no listeners because last <laughs> week I told everybody that I had jury duty, um, and which I thought I did. And guess what? Baruch Hashem, they emailed me. Would you like to hear the uh, email? Yes. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's the email. It says, I get this Saturday night after Shabbat. It says, uh, at this time, you are not required to report for jury duty on Monday, March 20th. However, (laughs) you must call 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah on Monday, today at 5 p.m., for reporting instructions for tomorrow, March 21st. They can't let let you just get off cleanly. Well, I have a feeling I won't be asked. But, you know, I got to tell you, thank God. My anti-Semite came in. <laughs> my, you, you know what? You always, you know, everybody, I got to tell you, thank God for the anti-Semites because now, thanks to them, I don't have to have jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not surprised that they uh, excused you for today after your letter saying that uh, you uh, are biased against any and all criminals and uh, you right. really laid it on thick, which is good. That's, That's right. what you got to do to get out of it. That's right. I approve. I, I just told them exactly how I feel, yeah. and I was like thinking to myself, um, and then I pulled the Jew card, uh, right, which, right. Uh, which you weren't here last week, but I told uh, um, jo- Yosef, I pulled the Jew card, and I was just like, well, I can't, uh, I can't be on jury duty because what if, what if it, it, it's on Shabbat? I need kosher food. How am I going to eat? <laughs> and, and the guy emails me back. He's like, uh, it's just Monday and Tuesday. You'll be fine before Shabbat. What if the trial goes longer, though? What yeah, if exactly. you get picked? Yeah. I know. Well, that was yeah. the point. If I get yes. picked for the trial. Yeah. Um, so and I was just like, God, why can't there be an anti-Semite when you need one? <laughs> and, and you know what? Baruch Hashem, the anti-Semite, the judge probably was like, oh, my God, he's reading my email, sending back and forth to the uh, right, jury right. guy, the jury specialist. Like, this guy is a big Jewish pain in the tuchus. Right. Let's get, get rid, rid of him. him. Get rid of him. <laughs> Axe. Yeah. Put you right out. Good. So That's we, what so, Yeah. So we decided to. So I said, OK, I could do the show. This is great. Awesome. Well, do we have any listeners, though, since yeah. you informed everyone that you were going to be absent? Yes, we do. Oh. Uh, let's say hello, of course, to the United States of China, Israel. Canada, Germany, Brazil, and and Roya. Guess who's listening? China. Oh wow! Harold. Harold. <laughs> I wonder, do they have jury duty there? No, they just. <laughs> How does it uh, work? <laughs> they just uh, they just tie you up and shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> they just throw you in a dungeon. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's funny because on the news just now, uh, my mother she's watching MSNBC, the biggest communist libtard station. Oof. She goes back and forth. She likes to watch libtard news and then like <laughs> conservative news. And um, 
they're doing this story about how bad social media is. Mm. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, mm. and they have TikTok. TikTok. And yeah. this is the one thing I agree with them. And they're talking about how horrible it is for like teenage girls. It is. And it's terrible because look, my kids are addicted to it like crack. And I said, here's yeah. the problem. I said, yeah, they're talking bad about TikTok, but TikTok is owned by China. And that's yes. their way of spying on us. They're spying. Yes. Well, that's a big controversy um, right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a so, little scary. So, Roya, we might have to cut the show short because Roya, everybody, didn't know that we were doing the show. I had to tell you. Uh, last minute, and you yep. scheduled a uh, lotion, uh, <laughs> a lotion, to, uh, what do you call it, like a rubbing lotion on your father at 1030. We had to move it up to 11, so we might have to sh cut the sh show short, everybody, By so Ryan minutes. can pick up her father and lotion him down with uh, with body lotion. It's quite Because disturbing. he has a rash, yeah. It's my lotioning time. 1045 is my lotioning time. <laughs> and just for the listeners who've been following my uh, my story, my poor father, his itching has gotten way worse over the past two weeks. Um, in fact, one of the times that I had to miss two weeks ago was because he had a fall in the morning because he was itching so badly at night. He took a sleeping pill to try to sleep. And then he um, fell in the morning because he was groggy from the sleeping pill because he was itching. So there's this whole there's this whole dynamic going on with the itching. <laughs> I don't even know it's insane. I know. It so I insane. so I have to lotion my dad like three times a day. <laughs> Jeez, that is so vile. You know what? You should. We should next Monday. How about this? This is what we're gonna do. <laughs> We're going to get a camera, uh, <laughs> even though the audience can't see it. But I can, you can lotion your father <laughs> while you're on the air, and I can describe it. How, how about that? Oh, Miss Producer, is that a good perfect. idea? Maybe we'll get good ratings. But poor dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, so this is my life. I said to my dad, come, in, come into my office. I'm like a medical. I'm like a nurse now. I put That's my right. gloves on. I got my lotion out. I'm... I should just go to nursing school, make a, make a living out of this. You should. So yeah. uh, you've had three weeks off, so I hope you really prepared for news stories because 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 <laughs> I, 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 I thought I was going to be down in jury duty. Um, I really didn't prepare much, but oh. I will say this. I'm going to start off. I have something. I have some uh, a new update for my for my mother mm. since we're talking about our parents. Okay. So actually, yesterday was my mother's birthday. Yay. She actually really did turn 80 years old. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Um. She's so, but here, here's, this is what, you want to know what happened when my mother did to me this week? So she gets, <laughs> she gets the electric bill and she opens it up and she's just oh, re no. looking at it. And then she goes, um, she's looking Steven. at it and she's like, she's like, Stephen, uh, the electric bill, it's a hundred and twenty dollars. I'm <laughs> like, really so? Cheap, actually. <laughs> I, I, that is really cheap considering, uh, uh, before I got thrown out of my house, um, <laughs> Our electric bill was like three hundred dollars, and and I go so that's cheap. She's like, it's usually around ninety six dollars. Ninety six exactly. So I said, I, so I said, what 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 what's the problem here? She's like, I have to tell you something. You owe me thirty dollars. I, I think it's it's because you moved in here. <laughs> She's blaming me for twenty four dollars extra in her electric bill. Now I, I blaming me because I like to I like to be in a house where there's lights. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks because I've been living here that that raised her electric bill. You got to be like kidding me. Twenty-four dollars, a whole twenty-four dollars. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, she is on a fixed income. She's elderly. She's an elderly person. Fixed income, please. <laughs> I say, do you know what? Take it out of my inheritance when you croak. <laughs> 
she's gonna have a little spreadsheet, a ledger with like Stephen, ten dollars in May, eight dollars <laughs> in June. Oh God. <laughs> so yeah. Cute. Well, you know, you like to stay up and read at night, so I guess you're using extra electricity yeah. in the wee hours of the night. Um, oh, you go. So also some news. So mm-hmm. I just started uh, therapy for my divorce, everybody. Good. I, I approve. I approve. <laughs> um, so last week was my first. It's every Tuesday morning at 830. So, Does it require electricity? Are you doing it by Zoom? No, I'm doing it by, yeah, by, no, oh. yeah, of course. Here's the thing. I couldn't find one therapist that would let me into their office. COVID <laughs> has made every shrink lazy. They will not. She's like, I haven't left my house in three years. That's what she told me. I said, you know what? Who's the crazy one? <laughs> Who needs therapy? You, you need do. therapy. You <laughs> right. need therapy. No, no one wants to see me in person, so I got to do it over the computer. So <laughs> I see her. And, you know, we're talking and this and that. And so I tell my mom and I'm like, listen, Ma, uh, she only had uh, I wanted to make sure she had a good sense of humor. So she goes, um, because, listen, I'm a comic and this is how I deal with my pain. And so she says, I only have one time slot available. It's Tuesdays at 830. That's all I have. I go, wow. I said, (laughs) that is incredible. I said, look, that tells me one of two things. Either A, you're an incredible therapist that you're that booked up. Right. Or B. There's a lot of crazy people out there. <laughs> or see, she's really lazy and only books like two people a day. That's right. Well, guess what? She didn't laugh what? at that. She just stared really? at me and said, yeah, she had no sense of humor. Oh, no. I, I think I, most therapists are li- are libtards, very liberal. Yeah. Goes with the goes with the territory. Yeah. So I, I, I picked a Tuesday at 830. Good. And then I tell my mom, I'm like, listen. And she's like, she gets she starts. I go, mom. So I'm getting going to therapy to help me deal with the divorce. <laughs> and she's like, oh, good. What time is it at? And I said, <laughs> um, 830 on Tuesdays. And she goes, boy, I go, <laughs> so I, early? Go, I, I go, what's wrong with that? She's like, uh-huh. that's when the maid comes. Oh, <laughs> Well, then you're going to have to reschedule it because, you know, my mom has two sets of maids. She has a a group of white maids and then one black woman. Right. Who cleans around her while she's in her bathrobe. I remember. Yeah. So she she got all upset. I'm like, I'm sorry, mom, but I can't be in therapy while the the, the maids are shuffling around in the background. I'm going to be revealing dark and deep secrets. I can't have a woman mopping the floor (laughs) while I'm talking about my issues. Vacuum turns on right as Stephen is getting to the depths of his sorrow, revealing his (laughs) deepest, darkest secrets. The vacuum turns on full blast. So uh, it's been a very difficult week um, for me and my mom. She blames me for the $24 raising electric bill, and she's angry because my shrink interferes with her maid. With her maid. Boy. People think I'm joking. People think I'm kidding, but this is the God honest truth. You know, the maid does come on on Tuesday mornings. You've told me this before. Well, yeah, this is not going to work out very well. You're going to have to sit outside. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna start go to the library oh, and then my wife she doesn't love me anymore and she kicked me out of the house you know? and, then, and then excuse me Stephen, I have to clean around you <laughs> Stephen, could you stand up and move from the desk please I gotta clean <laughs> I gotta dust under there that's right um, so listen Aww. we got about 30 seconds left when we come back I'm gonna tell you about a great uh, anti-semitism event that I went to yesterday oh. that ended up being very funny oh, I can't um, wait to hear about this and you've got some stories, right? So you're going to share some stories? Okay. Yeah, so- I have a really funny story after your anti-Semitic story. <laughs> okay, good. So uh, stick around, everybody. We'll be uh, right back with all my pain and suffering. <laughs> 
Israel News Talk Radio, straight talk from Israel. One minute of Torah. Vayikra el Moshe, and he, God, called to Moses, is how our Torah portion Vayikra begins. Curiously, the Hebrew letter Aleph in the word Vayikra is written smaller than the rest of the word, indicating the humility that Moses possessed. Though he was the greatest prophet that lived, he was also the most humble of men. What is humility? Is it denying our talents? Is it downplaying our role in society? Absolutely not. Humility means recognizing that indeed we have been blessed with individual strengths and powers, yet the reason that God bestowed these upon us is in order to bring honor and glory to His name. False humility would lead a person to stop contributing to society. True healthy humility is to happily keep giving and doing, aware that we have a responsibility to use our gifts and talents appropriately. Think about that. As you clean your home for Passover this year, throw in a little soul cleaning as well. Check that you are humbly using your godly gifts to make the world a better place for us all. With your Ein Chairman of Torah, this is Chavai Zekovich. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with the lovely Roya Mosinian. She's back after a three-week absent. Roya, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm great, but I think it was two weeks. Two Don't weeks. Don't make me okay. out to seem worse than I am. <laughs> all right. Well, I know. I, all right. Okay. Fine. It was two <laughs> weeks. It felt like three weeks. I really missed you. Oh. Um, I, I love Yosef. He's great, but there's no one that can yeah. compete with Roya. You are. Oh. You. Uh, you are my. Uh, I am Fred, and you are Barney. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> I'm Abbott, and you're Costello. Yes. Oh. I'm, I'm Beavis. You're my buddy. You, I'm Beavis, and you're Butthead. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. <laughs> oh, well, what I'm peanut butter and you're jelly. <laughs> oh, I'll take How about it. This? Here's one I'll because it's, it. because we're coming into Passover. I'm matzah and you're bread. <laughs> you're chametz. Chametz is I bread. Like yeah, okay. Chametz is bread. We can't you're have that during this. So I'm matzah and you're chametz. There we go. All right. Anyway, so listen. So uh, we're going to get right into it. So last night I had a very good friend of mine who you mm-hmm. also know who 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 put yes. on this. Um, uh, anti-Semitism, uh, fighting anti-Semitism mm-hmm. at the local shul here. And she asked me to go to support. And of course, you were supposed to go too with me. And of course, the last minute, Roya goes, you know, I'm too tired and I don't care about anti-Semitism no. because I'm Iranian. No, I didn't say that. But yes, I did, did have to relax and I did have to go lotion my dad. That was also part of it. So sick. Legit. Anyway. Legit. <laughs> so I went to it. It was actually okay. The one thing, mm-hmm. look, I got to tell you, so it's, it was at a very liberal shul. Yes. And I, you know, I walk in and I felt like I was in church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they had all these speakers talk about anti-Semitism. And they had this one guy who mm-hmm. was actually an ex-Nazi. Uh, he oh, was wow. an ex-Nazi who was part head of the National Socialist Movement here in America. Oh, and my goodness. He, yes, and he hated Jews. And he ended up mm-hmm. uh, converting to Judaism. What? Yeah. And he's telling his story and he's all mangled up and he's like he, uh-huh. he's like probably younger than me or maybe he's a maybe he's my age. I can't tell. But he has a walker. He could barely move because he uh-huh. spent his whole years. He spent like his whole life, like getting into fights and like beating uh-huh. up black people, beating up Jews. And and I think he Yikes. mentioned once he got like jumped by like 12 uh, black people and they put him in a coma <laughs> and he, he you know, and so he's all his, messed up. 
This is why he converted. <laughs> this is why he converted to Judaism. But, but, but anyway, so um, mm. he starts talking about his story. And, you know, mm. it was all about he wanted to feel wanted. He felt no community. He didn't know who he was. Mm. And, you know, he, it's not necessarily that he hated. He just didn't feel like anybody was um, that he could connect to any group. So he found these skinheads and he he's like neo Nazis. Yeah. Right. And they made it anyway, welcome and right. Long story short, at the end of his Nazi years, he decides to do a uh, a uh, um, you know swab. What's the thing where you test your DNA? Oh yeah, like a um, family uh, ancestry ancestry.com. Yes. He does mm-hmm. ancestry.com. He finds out that he's half Ashkenazi and half Mizrahi Jew. You can't make this up. So he's actually <laughs> this his mother Nazi is actually Jewish. He's actually Jewish, and so he he had no idea. He grew up Christian, and he said he he grew up as a pagan idolater. And he's talking about how wow. then he went to a reform synagogue to convert, this, this and he's talking about converting. Right. Now he's converting through a reform synagogue, which definitely is not uh, halakha. Uh-huh. He's definitely right, but but he's talking about. So at the end of the at the end of the uh, speech, mm. I went up to him and I said, "Let me ask you something. You said that you're half Ashkenazi, half Mizrahi. That's I'm assuming your grandmother on your mother's side is right. Jewish." He goes, "Yes." I go, "Well, then guess what." You're a Jew. Yeah. You were born a Jew. Right. And your conversion means nothing. nothing. You didn't have to convert. He goes, well, I, 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 was, um, I was raised Christian and I was an idolater. I said, it doesn't matter if you were raised Christian. You're still a Jew. You just didn't know it. Right. I said, Baruch Hashem, you've come home and that's great. And he was wearing tzitzit like wow. me. Wow. I was oh, he the really? Old- I was the only Jew in this whole synagogue that was wearing tzitzit. The only Jews that were wearing tzitzit were me and the Nazi. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. So I'm like, how come the only Jew is an ex-Nazi? The, this, this, the, the Nazis wearing tzitzit, yeah. and I'm the only one joining him. And I said to him, listen, you're wow. a Jew, and it doesn't matter if you thought you were a Christian or not or you were raised Christian, a Jew is a Jew is a Jew. And you know right. what I said to him? I said, I said, let me tell you something. You know why you went through all this stuff? I said, mm-hmm. because it was it was Hashem who put you through the, the Nazis and the socialists and getting you beat up. Because you know what? Deep down inside, you knew you were a Jew. It's called the Pintaliyid. And I said, oh, welcome home, baby. Welcome. And I, I, yeah. I said, I said, welcome home. And I walked away. <laughs> So dramatic. I love it. I was very dramatic. And he said, thank you. Thank you so much. He goes, you know, my Orthodox Jewish friends uh, always tell me that. I said, Uh that's because it's true. It's true. Because they're right. I said, stay away from the reformed Jews. They're they're, it's like Christianity. Yeah, they're too liberal. (laughs) So Yeah. So the only pair the only people wearing seat seat were me and the Nazi. (laughs) Right. Oh, gosh. I, 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 I would like to get a visual of this. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is it's interesting, too, because it's like, you know, don't hate others because you never really know how close you are to them. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, yeah. we're all and we're all human. So, like, don't hate other groups or ethnicities or, you know, other people for their religion because you never know. Like, look at this guy. He's actually Jewish. Yeah. I mean, so. And you know what else? So so they had some speakers. And of course, the rabbi who's very liberal, I'm not going to mention his name, but most of these rabbis who are part of these synagogues, they're terrible for Jews. And um, he starts giving a speech. You know, Mm -hmm. he he talks for five minutes before he introduces the program and he Mm -hmm. starts talking about uh, he brings his political views in there. He's like, listen, he goes, if there's five people who are charged with the same crime and you pick out the one black person. Does that make you a racist? 
If there are five people who commit the same crime and you pick out the gay person, does that make you a homophobe? If there are five people who commit the same crime and you pick out the gay person, does that make you no? Does that make you a homophobe? Did I already say that one? You already said that one. Oh, okay. If there are five people who commit the same crime and you pick out the woman, does that make you a sexist? And he, and and <laughs> and he goes. The point? answer to that is yes. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, no. The answer is they're all guilty, and you just happen to pick the black gay and the woman. Who cares? Well, right. If they're guilty, if you're guilty, you're guilty. And he Get goes. Used. He goes, so if there are five people who are committing the same crime and you pick out the uh, the the Jew, does that make you an anti-Semite? And he goes, no, because that's the problem. And he's like, listen, and he starts bad-mouthing Israel. And he's like, there's a lot of problems in Israel right now. And, and he goes, and let me tell you, everybody, I'm the first person to say that I can't stand uh, Netanyahu Bibi. And I'm like, oh, give me a break. Shut up and get off. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't stand up and shout out. <laughs> oh, this guy Enough. was the worst. It's like no one cares that you hate the prime minister of Israel. He only right. hates it because he's a he's a conservative. Right. Well, don't interject. He shouldn't be interjecting his own opinions anyway. He should be doing the program and just introducing people and saying, you know, but the whole, bringing the whole people thing, together. The whole thing with this. There's five criminals and they all commit the crime. It's like, oh, shut up. They're all criminals. Animal. That's They're all criminals. So you just happen to pick out the black guy. Right. Anyway. All right. Yeah. That's my that's my story. What do you what, what story can what's we start right? off with? What do you well, got? I, I have a good story. I've been saving this for two weeks. I find this so funny. OK, so this is the headline. Remote kissing device lets long distance lovers share silicone smooches. What? <laughs> what is that? A, a Chinese company is selling a remote kissing device designed to allow long-distance lovers to share their smooches via a cell phone app. The remote kissing device, created by Blah 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 Institute, some Chinese name I can't read, uses a set of silicone lips to replicate the pressure, movement, and temperature of a kiss that is then replicated by a corresponding device via a smartphone app. Oh, my God. This is really this disturbing. Is First of all, you... You know, the Chinese are our enemies and they're spies. But I can tell you, they come up with some wacky technology, babe. They sure do. Are you talking about so I can I can have an app on my phone and I can kiss my phone like this? Excuse me. And then send it off to some woman that I like and she kisses it? Yeah, so you actually buy these like little silicone lips. It's like actually like a little, um, <laughs> it looks like a mouth, like lips. And oh. then through the app, the app controls it. So let's say you're in a long-distance relationship with a, with a woman overseas or something. Then you, she can send a kiss through this app that then moves the lips into kissing you. You put it on your lips and it kisses you and it's like – So wait the, a second. So I got like to walk around the street with a phone <laughs> to my lips looking like a lunatic? Yeah. Well, I think the, the lips are connected. You actually have like a pair of – of silicone lips like oh oh so i have yeah. to carry now yes. if i have a re long distance relationship i have to yes. carry a bunch of silicone lips <laughs> in my pocket yes. oh wait the app is giving me a notification hold on while yes. i get out my lips you've got a and kiss I, and i gotta put them on my phone and start making out with my phone <laughs> yes. are you kidding me yes oh yes. this is this what america love yeah. is this insane well, we gonna give you silicone lip Oh, you get to kiss your girlfriend. You have Chinese girlfriend. <laughs> Here, put lip on phone. Lip and on you phone. kiss your phone. 
Right? Oh, it's $41. The $41 device is available on Chinese shopping site Taiabo. Taiabo. <laughs> Listen, you buy uh, this app for $41. Plastic lip not included. Plastic lip. Silicone lip must need. Silicone lip not included. $9.99 for shipping. Is that, is that the greatest thing ever? That and is if you, and if that you look this article up, it actually has a little picture of the silicone lips. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now that I'm divorced, I might, I might, I might get that app because I'm very lonely right now. I might buy you these lips, Stephen. Buy me the lips, baby. <laughs> All right, we're going to be back after these messages. Kristen's or Kristen? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, boy is going to order these lips. <laughs> mwah, mwah, mwah. Coronary artery disease is one of the most common types of heart disease affecting millions of people. Treatments may require coronary angioplasty and placement of stents to open clogged heart arteries. An Israeli firm called CathWorks is working on a platform to optimize coronary artery disease treatment decisions and elevate coronary angiography from visual assessment to an objective decision-making tool for physicians. The technology begins with two-dimensional angiograms, which are then transformed into a three-dimensional model of the patient's coronary tree. The system uses algorithms to analyze every branch of the patient's coronary tree, calculating resistance to blood flow and comparing resistance to blood flow in healthy vessels to diseased blood vessels, helping physicians to find the best treatment approach for each patient. For more information on the high-tech world today, visit IsraelTechTalk.com. With your INTR Tech Minute, I'm Bob Aiello. Shalom, this is Nadia Matar from the Sovereignty Movement. At a time when there is so much disinformation, you have to know who to listen to to know what really is going on in Israel. Israel News Talk Radio is the radio where you can know that what you hear is the truth. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. Hi-oh, my name is Steve Miller. This is the third and final segment. We might have to rush through this because someone's got to lotion their father. They shall shall remain nameless. They shall remain nameless, but she's Iranian. (laughs) Her name is Roya. You know, I have to tell you, I'm going to regress a little bit because uh, I know Purim was two weeks ago. And I was really, you canceled on Purim. And I really, because it was so great because you're you're a descendant of Ahasuerus. And you're a descendant of the people who tried to murder my people. I suppose. (laughs) I know nothing of this. (laughs) And it's true because you're Persian. And that's where it took place. It's in Persia, the Persian Empire. And I wanted to, to, if only, if Ahasuerus, if Haman could have had a radio show with Mordechai like you and I had, there could have been peace between uh, the Babylonian Jews mm. and the Persians. Right. We're bridging a gap, you and I. Yes, we are. Look at that. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible yeah. for world peace. Okay, so we were talking friends. about the uh, lips, which uh, on on the phone, and then yes. I had a Freudian slip, and I um, <laughs> and I mentioned my uh, ex-wife's name. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I'm not buying lips for her. She don't want me, <laughs> and I don't want her anyway. No lips for you. No lips for you. <laughs> uh, oh. 
anyway, so as I have a funny story, it's just like silly, funny Idaho man, Idaho uh, state here in the U.S. Idaho man puts two thousand four hundred and seventy cotton swabs in his beard for world record. It's so ridiculous. So this guy, he puts all kinds of things in his beard. Maybe Yosef can do this. <laughs> all kinds right. of things in his beard for world records. So it says an Idaho man whose facial hair earns him 12 Guinness records added his 13th title to his name when he fit 2,470 Q-tips into his beard. So it took him about how many? two hours. 2,470. Why? What's Q-tips? the point? To get a world record. I wish there was a – is there a picture? There's you could, a picture. If you go okay. online, you can see the picture. I mean, it looks ridiculous. It looks like he's got big rolls of toilet paper attached to his face. I mean, it looks ridiculous. <laughs> <I-oh>. <laughs> it Probably took him is. two hours to insert all these cotton swabs into his beard in a way that they would remain in the beard. This 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 doesn't make any sense. That's like uh, That's like just kind of, you know, being depressed and saying you're gay. oh so listen he he's previously made headlines when he put 710 christmas baubles into his beard for a world record title he fit pencils into his beard okay hold on hold on why is this guy shoving things in his beard Uh, it's really bizarre i know isn't it bizarre and you how long is his beard it's not even that long. Like I saw the picture. It's the way that he (laughs) inserts them it's very strategic so that he can get a lot in there (laughs) <laughs> he put paper straws into his beard, chopsticks. He has chopsticks. Most, chopsticks. He is the most um he is the record for the most golf tees in a beard, most forks in a beard, most <laughs> toothpicks in a beard. Okay, we get the point. He's putting everything in his beard. You know what he should do? He should put silicone lips silicone in his beard. Lips. Yes. <laughs> Let's see how many of those he can fit in. Okay. I got I got something for you. Here, you like these these stories with lists, right? I love them. Okay, this is a great thing. This is called, I I implemented these five new habits and had the best month of my life. So you want to know how to have the best month of your life? Best month of my life? I would love to. Let me know. Yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, This woman, she writes this. She says, first of all, I started journaling every morning and night. Do you journal? No. She goes, I carried a notebook around with me everywhere, and I wrote in it whenever I could. But when I started my first big girl job, I no longer had hours of free time to sit and write for the past 10 years. She sounds Um, like a libtard. Oh, she is. I have looked through (laughs) old journals with sadness, wondering why I ever stopped and how I would ever be able to start again. Anyway, so journaling. Here's the next one. Um, Reflecting on a daily affirmation. Do you do daily affirmations, Roya? No, I should. No, <laughs> no. Do you remember like... on? Uh, she looks in the mirror and she says, "Like Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live." Yeah, I'm smart enough. <laughs> I'm good looking enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. Yes, I'm worthy enough. Yeah, I. Yeah. That I, that takes too much time. I don't have well, time for all that. I got to get to my lotioning appointments. With my dad. <laughs> I lotion a lot. Um, <laughs> So she goes, I don't remember when I first heard of affirmations, but I do remember that until very recently, I found the whole practice to be a big woohoo. I pictured mm-hmm. myself standing in front of the mirror, repeating the same sentence over and over every single day of my life. And while this is absolutely an acceptable way of utilizing affirmations, I knew it wouldn't work for me. So instead, <laughs> she bought a book that uh-huh. had 365 affirmations on it. So she said a different affirmation every day in the mirror. 
Okay. <laughs> so she goes, now as part of my morning routine, I flip uh, to the next page in the calendar, read the affirmation, and write oh. it down in my journal. Oh. So, oh, so she had to spend money on a book to tell her, I am pretty. I That's am right. smart. Right. And, 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 you I am loved. And, and don't fat shame me. It's good that I'm a big girl. <laughs> um, anyway, here's the third thing it says, creating a top three to do list. Okay. This is unbelievable. For my entire life, I've been the type of person who creates one never ending to do list. I write tasks everywhere. Thankfully, I've never been crazy enough to believe I could cross everything off in one day. Oh, <laughs> she sounds. <laughs> really uh, troubled yeah she goes now while i still have a larger to-do list of all the things i know i need to get done i also keep a daily to-do list that only ever has three things on it this allows me to quickly prioritize so she gets to accomplish three things a day and that makes her feel good <laughs> i feel like i accomplish a lot more than three things a day how about you oh my God. well that lotioning counts as like 10 things for you <laughs> It does. Um, I get credit for that. Here's number four, reevaluating how I spend my time. I spend my months being frustrated that I couldn't do it all, feeling like I never had time for both what I was supposed to do and what I wanted to do. Uh, and then she goes, uh, she's going on. She was uh, throughout 2022. <laughs> I was working on a novel, but mm -hmm. she never had time to write. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she goes, as I listen to authors talk about their processes, the one piece of advice I repeatedly picked up on was to write the first thing in the morning. So she kind of figured out that if I want to write a book, uh -huh. I have to sit down and write. <laughs> right. But wow. she's not doing that. Right. It sounds like she was just lazy for a whole bunch of years. I think you're right. I think you got it. Yeah. Um, so and then the last thing is the fifth thing to give yourself a great month is focus only on what can be controlled, Roya. <laughs> <laughs> what great advice. That's right. And she uh. goes, I'll admit it. I'm an emotional person. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Who published this list for her? She goes, the smallest thing, my favorite coffee shop, out of if they're out of my preferred milk alternative, being forced to sit through a meeting I didn't need to be in is a surprise thunderstorm during my daily hot girl walk. Oh. So she's getting upset when uh, the, the coffee place that she goes to doesn't have her milk. Have and her she has milk. to sit in a meeting. Wow, these her. are real problems. This sounds was, like a lot of privilege right here. White privilege. She yes. goes, I was wallowing in my negative thoughts uh, because my coffee shop didn't have the milk I wanted. Um, <laughs> so then I wasn't able to enjoy the things I could control because the things I couldn't control. This... Uh, therefore, I started in 2023. I decided to give up myself. 15 minutes to seethe. <laughs> so that she, sounds she, like a joke. No, it's not. So when she gets upset, she goes on a walk. Oh, her hot girl walk. Yeah, she goes, I can, I, can, I can ball my eyes out. I cry. I, I listen to angry emo music. What is wow. emo music? I don't know. It's like dark. I don't anyway, know. This woman it is sounds, insane. It sounds like she's not going to make it very far in the natural selection of life. <laughs> <laughs> a little concerned about her. Yeah, yeah. this it's like wow, that's if if you get upset about listen, if you're even able to go to a coffee shop and buy a coffee, you're lucky, you know? Like that's enough to just be grateful. Like I have money to buy it, I have the feet to walk there or the car to drive there. Exactly. You know? I mean, you know, I bought my mother a birthday card yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, and I went to Target. You know how much birthday cards are now? It's now, a fortune. I know. Six ninety nine. Are you I kidding know. me? Seven dollars for a birthday card. I remember what happened. There it's, was. They used to be a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, it's more than the present sometimes. And how about the wrapping paper? And.
God forbid you need tissue paper to um, like stick into like a gift bag. That's expensive. All it is is flimsy little folded paper. That's well, expensive I, too. I tell you one thing. Thank God I'm journaling mm. and I'm saying affirmations because if it weren't <laughs> for that, I wouldn't be able to get over that my mother's 80th birthday card was $7. <laughs> you know what you should have done? Remember when we were kids and we would make cards and our parents would be like, oh, this is so cute. I love it. You should have just oh made God. like a handwritten, like, oh like and drawn a picture on the front like you're like a little kid. That's right. And you know what? I can like, because since I live with my mom, I yeah. can just paste it on the uh, fridge. Yeah, her, you could use her, her paper. From her, her, 50, her 52 year old son. That's yes. right. And my handwriting is the same. It hasn't changed since I was uh, 10. Exactly. Exactly. So, so her friends would come over and they would say, you know, oh, is that from your grandson? No, right. that's from my 52 year old son who lives with me because he's a loser. <laughs> you know, oh. he's getting divorced. They just can't seem to stay married anymore. <laughs> Oh, well, we're at, we're at that age, 40s and and early 50s, when unfortunately sometimes that happens. You know, you know what was upsetting to me. So I was walking uh, the dog, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm walking in the streets, and and a bunch of these old people drove by and they waved to me, <laughs> which means which means they know who I am and oh, they know and they know that I live with my mom. And now right. I'm like they, they either that or they think I'm part of the community. Yeah, they think you're one of them. Oh, Boy, look at, look at Boy, him. he looks good for 65. <laughs> he looks amazing for 88. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're living in an elderly community. Yeah. What do you have to be, 65 and up to live there? Yes. Yeah, so you're one of them now. Yeah. Oh, you listen, joined... we got new listeners, Roya. Algeria. Oh, excellent. South Africa. Awesome. Colombia. Mm. New Zealand. New Zealand, nice and wow. far away. I love it. You ever been to New Zealand? No, my dad has though. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Before Did... he needed all his lotioning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, now what? Now you have to lotion your father soon. We got to get out of here, right? Me too. Yeah. We got to end the show uh, shortly because uh, you... oh, Austria. Oh, good. Arnold is listening. Hello from <laughs> Austria. Get down and look out. Um. Here, so we should uh, end on. Uh, do you have anything you want to end on? Do you want to tell a final story, or do you want me to do it? You do you have a good one. I Only know. if you have a good one. I mean, uh, you know, if I'll I can talk you. about my ex-wife and my attorney. No, nah, give us a give us a little short story, and then we'll. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this will we'll end on this. Okay, this actually in Austria. So this story, not that mm. Austria is in Germany, but this story takes place in Germany. Perfect. Here's the title: Germany detains 42 in effort to prevent attacks on ATMs. <laughs> so apparently, yeah, the German police detained 42 people as a part of a crackdown on gangs suspected of blowing up cash machines. Oh, this is going on in Germany. Apparently, uh, you know, no more is the just, you know, no more of the excuse me. Uh, give me your wallet and your purse. Please. <laughs> now we are going to blow up ATM machines. Yeah, it's probably easier. You could do it in the middle of the night. <laughs> it says uh, incidents in which thieves blow up ATMs and then make off with the cash. First of all, if you're blowing up an ATM, isn't the cash on fire? <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Yeah, it's... wouldn't the cash blow up with it? Yeah, I don't understand. Well, yeah, these Germans are They must crazy. know what they're doing. We do know what we're doing, Roya. Do not question <laughs> me. I will blow up that. I will blow up the ATM and take the money. <laughs> says Germany in recent years there were a record 496 cases last year oh. in blowing up ATM machines. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, it says over the past three days, police in seven of Germany's 16 states conducted searches 
on more than 53 or 5,300 vehicles, 8,000 mm. people. I don't know what's going on. It says the aim was to raise the pressure on perpetrators active across the country, blowing up ATMs. And then the one German <laughs> says, the, the police go, any va- this is a quote, anyone who blows up cash machines <laughs> risks the life of people who aren't involved. <laughs> Gee, that's brilliant. <laughs> Isn't that? That comes from the interior minister, Nancy Pfizer. <laughs> Brilliant. You know what's the best part about that article, Stephen? What? That you get to do your accent. That's right. <laughs> any excuse to the, talk like a Nazi. I the, wonder if there, <laughs> I wonder if there are any Nazis who are wearing tzitzit like the person I saw yesterday. <laughs> the article wasn't very good or funny, but the, but the accent was spot on. That's right. <laughs> Ay, so anyway, Roy, oh. so we got we got one minute left. Um, and I'm just grateful. I want to say in this one minute that I'm grateful I didn't have jury duty, that there was an anti-Semite in the uh, United States court system that didn't want (laughs) a religious Jew on jury. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you to to uh, to that person. So we were able to have the show thanks to the anti-Semite. And Roy, would you like to uh, anything before you go off and lotion your father? (laughs) Well, I have to lotion him and take him to the nail salon to get his fingernails and toenails clipped. It's your more life. than just lotioning today. I know your life is so disturbing. <laughs> you're you're never gonna get married. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's the truth too. I'm I'm very committed to like taking care of my dad, and and my son of course, but he's 17, so he's a little more independent. And my dog's barking at me. This okay. is my life. I have everyone barking at me constantly. All right. Well, we got 15 seconds left. Go let your dog in. Have fun lotioning. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. I Thank love you. Shavuato. <laughs> If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! 
You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Israel News Talk Radio.